banter, 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 yeah, we call it the singles or the cussingle because that's what it was. Cussingle, yeah, yeah. It's a little lightweight cassette that may have two songs on it. Very lightweight, light gauge yes. plastic and a little cardboard sleeve. And it might have the single and the B-side for the single. And it was literally... Go ahead. Yeah, Sorry. And if you know you were lucky enough to have a band that had foresight, they would have all the B-sides of the singles equate to one like live record or something. Like that. I Smart. 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 Do you remember that the single sometimes came in a really long case? Like it was yes. like maybe a foot long or two feet long. But yes. I think it was all empty except for where the cassette actually sat. Yeah. Right? And they used to do that with vinyl with uh, CDs, too, where it was like a so. long box for display. Uh-huh. And then it, it had um, it had a long box for display. And then just the bottom part was the CD. Which Why? is such a waste when you think about it. I Just because it stood purposes, up higher, it stood yeah. up taller. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. I don't know. I mean, Dumb. that's I mean that's going back. That's going way back. Okay. Yeah. And then they switched to plastic. It was like a hard shell plastic thing. They put all the CDs in, like at the mm-hmm. store, and you need a special tool to break them open. Yep. Um, and I remember those too, but. And then they just said, screw it. And they just got like used CDs and they were always in the little things. And it was like flip, 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 flipping through the CDs. It was kind of cool. Yeah. So and they like, barely uh, even like rewrapped them in plastic, you know, yeah. at one oh, point. Uh, yeah. Like who I don't was think really going to steal that. it, you know? Yeah, exactly. It better be something big for you to steal. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Those oh. were the days. I used to love going to like Bionic or, or, um, or what do you call it? Vinyl Solution, those kind of places. Mm-hmm. And then just flipping through the the UCDs because you get some cool stuff and now it's amazing how I could just if I'm curious about a band or whatever I just look them up and there they are yeah and I see and I get to listen for free yeah I would amazing. go to what was it for your entertainment FYE FYE yeah yeah, yeah. or like FYE and then there was Tower and mm-hmm. then um, Sam Goody Sam and Goody Virgin and Megastore and just like Virgin Megastore was like remember when Virgin Megastore rad. had a DJ in the store it was like <laughs> yeah. Virgin Megastore radio and mm-hmm. it was like somebody in a booth I remember like looking at that person and going wow that's a job like, I wish I had that job <laughs> like <laughs> along the wall there were like 30 stations for people to listen to CDs because right. yeah, that yeah, many yeah, people yeah. would be in there like wanting yeah. to listen yeah. to a CD yeah. dude I remember going to a Borders books the first time and they had those listening stations where you could just dial in what yeah. it was like you could what you scan the, okay this, yeah and, and you just dial it up and i remember thinking like wow this is amazing this is the future future <laughs> and in now the year 2000 i yeah. wonder if that like that it was a whole thing like it was a process to enjoy music so do you think people I don't want to say enjoy it less, but appreciate music less because it's yes. just at the touch of your finger and like. Yes, yes, I absolutely do. I, yeah. I think that it's it's background stuff, and I think if you love it, you love it. But I think less people get into it from for the allure of it. Like you have you had to really love it to have a nice collection or mm-hmm. or to curate something. And I think now there's none of that. I think the people yeah. are into it because they're into it. And, and that's it. I don't think there's I, I think you have less people that are involved because you had people that were on the fringes that were like, 
oh yeah, I'm going to go to Bionic because my friends are going and mm-hmm. they'll pick something out or whatever. And they might get into something. Now those people aren't into shit. Yeah. So they get into SoundCloud and they're into mumble rap or whatever. The fuck <laughs> <is>. <laughs> uh, I just find that I don't listen to a CD more than once now. Like if I'm streaming an album on Spotify, I'll listen to it once and I like it, but I don't find myself going back to it. Yeah, yeah, and that's how it is. I mean, and yeah. people know that. Like, you know, that's why, well, for example, I mean, like Bambi, for example, my band, we just, we put out YouTube videos. That's all we mm-hmm. put out. Because it's like, and people say, oh, we want an album, we want an album. I'm like, do you really? True, okay, yeah. Okay, we're going we're to we're gonna press 300 albums for the 50 requests that we got for them. I don't know how much you want to bet. We're going to hang on to those albums for a little while, you know, and have something to sell live. But mm-hmm. for the for the most part nobody does that nobody like listens to what and why because you can get it spotify will send you one based on what you listen to you will like these artists it's like oh and nine times out of ten they're correct yeah like like, dude it's it's pretty uh pretty spot on um no pun intended spotify i was trying to think yep nope yep checks out spotify spotify is like um i don't know it's like that annoying friend that'll buy you lunch it's like you really get some benefits out of it but you don't want to tell anybody yeah that this is what you're into like, like i don't i didn't uh, yeah, yeah i called him up because he you know he wanted to go to chili's <laughs> where someone else calls you in the middle of it and they're like where are you at lunch oh, and you're like with who you're with like my, oh i'll mom. tell you later i'll tell you later oh I'll we'll, talk later. Actually, I'll call yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. we'll talk later yeah we'll yeah, talk later yeah you don't tell yeah you don't tell people let me let me finish this up and I'll call you right back. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, um, lunch was something that people used to have where they would go out for a meal during the middle of the day to a restaurant, which was a place where you could gather with other people that were eating at the same time, not together, separately, but in the same building. And so we might have to preface that because I don't think that's ever coming back. <laughs> Child, you know that people are going to restaurants like every outdoor patio area I see out here is packed with people it's like yes i don't know i'm so confused. christina about posted something on on um not snapchat what's that what's the other one called uh the instagram um no the other tiktok one. uh tiktok yes and so i clicked on that and now i'm in the tiktok like feed thing uh-huh. and i saw this and it's all things to do in long beach and it was mm-hmm. a, it was a uh, some girl was she was you have this and you have this and it, and it looked like it was live like at night mm-hmm. and it was like Oh, and this place here, Shannon's Bayshore, and here's Shannon's this, and Shannon's mm-hmm. upstairs, and and this, and this, and this, and they were all packed. Yeah, like they were all crowded with people. So yeah. I was thinking, wow, are people just out? Like, what's going on? Is, who's in these streets? Who's running these streets? Who's out there? I don't know. I'm at home. Yeah, people um, think that just because it's outside, it's safe. I guess I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I actually made too much I was of a worry wart. To- I was talking to your husband the other day, and I said uh, I was throwing i have a thing with dwight where i have this, this rope toy and i throw it in the yard for him and he just runs like crazy and goes he loves it so like three four five times a day i do it mm-hmm. and so i was talking to your husband john the other day about an unrelated matter and we were uh and i said you should come over and he i'm like well, i'm gonna go in the pool later he goes oh i'd love to bring harlow over your dog your saint bernard yeah. over and see what she does in the water i'm like bring her who cares mm-hmm. i go we'll host you guys will be outside he goes i would love to but julia will not come over <laughs> yeah she's already been here once i don't understand maybe that was on the slide <laughs> i don't know sitting outside who cares i let my like i i don't think about it while i'm doing it 
And then in the middle, I remind myself, oh, shit, what am I doing? And then the panic and the anxiety sets in again. Like to a, to a weird extent, I'm a rule follower. And I was thinking about this, a rule follower where it's like for the good of the people, this is what we're supposed to be doing. And that's why I'm doing it. That's why I'm not doing anything, you know. I'm but you also understand. You also understand that, like, by coming to your friend Mike and Christina's house uh, and being in their backyard with the dogs, that's probably about the safest gathering you're going to get to get to, right? I mean, like, it's so safe to be in somebody's backyard. So the invitation's always there. Yeah. When your when your worrying gives way, when you stop having diarrhea over it, <laughs> just come on over. <laughs> I'll let you know when my IBS. <laughs> when my anxiety-based IBS goes away, she's like, I can't, I can't leave for that long because yeah. you know, I will pee out of my butt. Gross, <laughs> gross. We've all been there. It's fine. It's all, Honest, oh, I'm fear. scared. <laughs> I'm scared. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we we play music on this show. I guess sometimes. Sometimes. Who's going first? This is the single, so it's uh, you pick one, I pick one. Whatever you're um, into. So the rules of the single are there are no rules. You silly mortals. There are no rules. Nope. We just basically pick whatever song you could have heard it on the music. Could have been at the Whole Foods shopping with the hipsters. Could have been. Well, I could have been. Julia wasn't. But, uh, you know, you could have been like, I was at Whole Foods today for a minute. I go to grocery <laughs> stores. I go to grocery yeah. stores all the time. I was at Ralph's Bonds earlier. But Take, let's let's do a little get the game here. Okay. And this for those of you who can't who listen to this to listen to music, just find something else to do. I mean, we're not gonna play. We're Skip gonna play forward a couple forward. times. Fifteen seconds, whatever, yeah. keep doing it. Yeah. Anyhow, um uh, uh I went to Whole Foods today. Yeah. Because I was out of protein powder and I wanted to buy mm-hmm. some. So they have the Vega protein that I like. So I went there and got it. And I got that. Two bags of trail mix, because I like the trail mix. I, I sample trail mix from all over because it's like mm-hmm. a food staple. I love it. Um two bags of trail mix. Uh, and a what else? Christina, help me out. It was a uh, so one other item that wasn't expensive. Oat milk. It was oat mm-hmm. milk. Yes. These four items. What is the over under? Meaning, what is it just as likely to cost more or less of? So, fifty bucks, forty bucks. What do you think? How much did those four items cost total? How many protein powders did you buy? One. Just one. Just one. One. Like a month supply, so a big like a big thing. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And then two, two. Um, let's let's play the game. Two. <laughs> I'm gonna say packets. seventy bucks. Wow, that's pretty darn close. What that was it? Sixty-eight dollars. Yep. Sixty-eight dollars for four effing mm-hmm. items. Okay. And so oat milk is what four dollars? I don't know how much it is, but a big thing can't be that expensive. Well, I didn't even look, but I just it's probably that. like. If it's oat milk, it's probably like five or six, I think. Five, I think that's okay, five. Let's say it was six bucks, okay? Yeah. And the trail mix, now there's Four. little pieces of Reese's peanut butter cup in it. Uh huh. So it's high gross. I mean, it has almonds and stuff. It's really nice. But still, four, five bucks a bit. I mean, yeah. what are we spending here? So we're basically saying that that protein powder was like $40. $40. Yeah. Which <laughs> we we bought some at Costco the other day. And uh, I think that was like. 30 close to 40 because costco is always a little bit more discounted but the yeah. big ones are like super expensive that's why yeah. we try to buy them when they're on sale because they're hella overpriced yeah the the vega protein that i get it's very expensive mm-hmm. it's really cool i mean i, I like the stuff 
But yeah, uh, and it was a little, it was a little month supply, not like the big Mongo yeah. one. It was like the littler one, and it was forty eight bucks. Like, shit. Okay, so to it. add on to that, what I hate about the big ones is that they're like half full, but like inside right? they're yeah. not even filled completely. Yes, yeah, yeah, because it's done by weight, right? So we have these little dispensers we put them in, and I and I'm literally like banging this thing to get every little piece of powder mm-hmm. out of it, and then I take <laughs> it from the counter and I wipe uh-huh. it and I put it in there. Like, no, dude, no, like it's no, precious. No, no, no. Dwight doesn't get to sniff any of this up. Like, sorry. Yeah. Well, okay. So what what song do you gonna pick this week? You get to go first. And what was it? And how did you how did you hear of it? Or what made you think of it? Um, I was going through and making mixtapes for people, which, by yes. the way, expect oh, yeah, them let's soon. Talk about that. Sure. Um, so we've raised, hold on, what did I say the number was? 123, 246. Um, so we raised $246, let's just say an even 250 for Chira, Rad. which is the um, <laughs> organization that I can't remember the name of right now. Hold on. It's oh, Chira, C H I R L A, C H I R L A. I'm finding it. It's a coalition of, for humane immigrant rights of Los Angeles, and so we raised about $250 for them. Uh, we're making about eight mixtapes right now. Um, not bad, not bad. Working through them and that math them doesn't out. work out. So we had some people that were pretty kind and gave more. Yeah, we have a lot of really very caring people who. I don't even think cared if they got a mixtape, just wanted to help. So yeah. thank you uh, to Coco and everyone else and Amanda who gave us a little bit more than what we asked for. That's very sweet of you. Um, nice. I like the girl who, who, the woman, I'm sorry, who had, girl, come on, come on, man. Uh, the uh, <laughs> I like the person who, who wanted the <laughs> Halloween songs and sent us 13 bucks. Yeah. That's cool. That's, That's pretty right. cool. Like, like it'd be cool if you said if you said like you know uh i want a retrospective of fugazi songs and they were going to yeah. be 14 of them <laughs> because they have a 14 songs you know 13 songs whatever it is you know, that'd be yeah cool. so i i like that that was that was that was entertaining and fun yeah so, but julie's been having i gotta i gotta confess to everybody aside from just asking for some input here and there julie does all of this like it's her passion project that she does and she's lucky enough to i feel like I feel like I want to give something more because I'm not helping out in that way. So I'm matching the funds. <laughs> so, so, uh, but it, 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 I know, I know that, uh, Julie's put her passion into it. So thank you, Julie, for doing that. It's really nice. Thanks and for get saying something. that. People get something and I know it, I know it takes a lot of time. So that's, it does. Cause I am a stickler for certain things and I have a process. So it probably takes more time than it should. I probably yeah. put way more time into it than I needs, but I enjoy doing it. It's a fun thing to do after work. And however, we are taking a break after this round. <laughs> we'll do another yeah. round in like a <laughs> month or two. I need well, you know what? some time. It's not special unless it's special. So just yeah. do it whenever you want to do it yeah. again. And there'll be a special drive for that. But just know we, we've, we basically spent oh, what, like 500 bucks to, to different charities. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's rad. I think, you know, Which is more it. than you and I have ever made off of any episode <laughs> of Mixtape, you know? So, yeah. so uh, giving back is pretty fun. That's that's awesome. Good yeah. for us. Um, so, yeah, anyways, uh, I was making mixtapes and looking through, like, my personal MP3 list on 
it's not even iTunes anymore. It's Apple Music. So I was looking at what's already uploaded on my computer, and I came across this band um, that I found a few years ago called the Mohawks. And help me out. Are they like just a soul, instrumental soul band? Yeah, yeah, I would Um, say. I would say that. That's pretty spot on. Uh, Really great musicians. That's all I remember about the Mohawks is them being really super good musicians. And I like this song called The Champ. And I can't remember what song, what modern song samples it. But uh, the song is called The Champ. Let's listen and maybe it'll ring something for you guys. That's really cool. I, I, uh, the B3 player, whoever that is in the Mohawks, and uh, forgive me for not knowing the name right off the bat, that guy is an MFer, man. That guy can play. Really cool. Yeah. I like like that a lot. Uh, I like that a lot. There's no information on them on Spotify, so I don't know much about them. Um, I just, I heard that song somewhere and I fell in love with it. I love whatever you just called it, that keyboard part, but that's. Yeah, that's a Hammond B3 that guy's playing, and he's, he's got the, uh, in the high pitch part, Hammond B3 basically has these draw bars on it that you pull out to make different sounds. Uh-huh. Um, so it originally was designed, and I only know this because I play it. So it was Got originally it. designed to be a, uh, not every church could have a church organ, uh, like a pipe organ, because they're mm, very expensive. Yeah. So the Hammond company came out with basically the first type of like, it wasn't digital, but it's like an analog keyboard where you could play it and each of the draw bars when you pull them out it makes a different sound based on pipe length that it would have in a pipe organ so mm-hmm. like if they're fully drawn out it sounds like a church organ but if you push the the things all the way in and you pull the flute pieces out that gets that really high pitch sound that was in that that, like yeah. that that was playing and so that is that's the Hammond organ that's the signature sound of that that and the click of the keys is the signature sound of the Hammond organ so it's used in everything. Every band from ska bands to uh, Americana bands. Huey Lewis and the News had a Hammond organ. I mean, everybody has it. Everybody has one or a sound like one because it just fills in so well. But that guy plays really well. So, um, yeah. In the 60s, you would see guys like Booker T and the MGs. Uh, uh-huh. Booker T's famous Green Onions is a song played entirely on the Hammond. Uh, cool. You know, so, it's, yeah, very cool. Very cool uh, instrument. Cool band. Does the name um, Alan Haxall mean anything? Yeah. Uh, Sounds like they're I all heard. British dudes. Yeah, they sound, yeah. They Hey, they're really good, though. So, yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. I love it. It says the Mohawks is a group of session musicians assembled yeah, by clearly. Alan Haxall. And that was it. Clearly. Clearly, session, they're all they're all rippers. So, that's really cool. But yeah, so you would, cool. you know, in here, here we had like the Wrecking Crew, Muscle Shoals, Wrecking Crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and uh, the Mushroom Soul Musicians and the Wrecking Crew uh, that would play it on a lot of soul records. They were all white dudes that played. Uh, mostly, yeah. You know, um, but similar, similar type of sound. And, you know, it's really cool. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Cool. It's fun um, music. My song is not nearly as cool as that. So I'm just going <laughs> to tell you right about that. But just because it's, iobotic, uh, it's autobiographical, um, I was so because I work from home uh, a lot. 
Um, one of the benefits I have from that is I keep my, my guitar right here. You actually, uh, you can't, it's too dark. Here, it's dark. It's in the background. It's like right behind me. Yeah. And uh, what's great is if I finish with a meeting or I'm off a call or whatever and I got like five minutes to kill, I can just grab my guitar and I start playing it. It's really cool and relaxing for me, you know, to sit there and be able to strum and do, just play. Mm-hmm. So today I was playing something and I was like, wow, this is a really good progression. Man, I got to write this down. Man, I should record this. And I'm playing and I'm like, this is too good to be mine. Like this, this is something. I know it's something. And I had to like rack my brain over a couple hours. And I realized that it was the song I'm about to play. I'm like, I couldn't believe it was in my head. Um, or I couldn't believe I was playing it just like for memory. And sometimes that happens. You know, mm-hmm. in the zone. Um, but uh, yeah, the, and it was funny because the vocal line I was singing with it kind of matched this vocal line. I was like, this is something like this isn't mine. <laughs> At least <laughs> you were thinking that instead of like, man, this is such a great song. I can't wait to tell the band like I can't believe I wrote this rad song. Yeah, and, and the truth of the matter is, is that uh, that happens all the time because, yeah. you know, realistically, the, the media, the adage is correct. Like, all art is dead. It really is. It's We're all kind of repurposing different art forms. So what makes a rock progression? Who knows? Like, what makes mm-hmm. an acoustic progression? Who knows? And if you're sitting here with a guitar, playing it, just strumming it along and humming a, humming a line, I guarantee you that same line has been hummed somewhere else, whether it be yeah. recorded or not. So. Anyway, but uh, it, it came out. It was from um, this band uh, called The Wallflowers, uh, and it was from their third record. It's called uh, uh, the record's called Breach. So The Wallflowers had uh, they had a really small record, and I played them on the podcast before. They used to yeah. play Cantors uh, when they were kids. Um, Cantors uh, at the Kibitz Room. They would play there, which is crazy to think this band with a Hammond organ and all this other stuff would fit in fit there um they they were playing alternative shows all through the 90s and then they got big um they had a big record that had a bunch of hits on it they ended up doing like a, a very popular and famous uh, uh what do you call it uh david bowie cover heroes for like some motion picture but oh. all that kind of faded out and they had uh they had this album and it was a really good album that just you know they had they had their moment. It fizzled out, and then I, this is still a major label release. So, uh, but it's a it's uh, it's really cool. And the song is called "Up from Under," and um, I really liked it. So I by accident started playing it today. So here it is. Like myself, oh, everyone is so kind. Everyone looks like a long lost friend of mine. top of the world again when I'm looking up from under Babylon that's a really pretty song like yeah it I'm noticing now like I listened to the muffs the other day like yeah. they're a really great really band great. yeah and like a lot of these bands from the 90s where all you know is one song they're actually like you kind of throw them away because you think of them as one hit wonders, but they're really yeah. great musicians. Oh, and for I sure. want to Ki- listen to that more. Yeah. Kim Shattuck from the Muffs, you know, went on mm-hmm. to be in the Pixies. I mean, she went on to she went on to be in Smashing Pumpkins for a little bit. Like, yeah, it's you know, it's they're they're I mean, really great musicians from that time. The Wallflowers in general, I they actually were a kind of a stalwart on Americana tours in the 90s. So they weren't like. They were on alternative tours for like, you know, 
ten thousand maniacs if they were alternative. You know, they would yeah. be open for them or they'd open for whoever. But they, uh, yeah, I mean, all great musicians, every one of them. And Jacob Dylan was like keenly aware mm-hmm. who his dad is and didn't want any help, wanted to get signed yeah. on his own and and whatever. So, dude, I don't understand how that band. You talk about they write great songs. All their songs are really good. Uh, the singer's charismatic, really good looking guy. You know what I mean? Like I don't writes and has a good voice. Like, dude, why why wasn't that band any bigger than they? Than yeah. They no idea. Why no idea. Um, are they still active? I don't think so. I don't know. Mm-hmm. To be honest, he did a he did a really cool uh, documentary about Laurel Canyon. Uh, about oh, I want to see that. It's very good. It's very okay. good. And what he did, he does the thing where he interviews people from Laurel Canyon, but then he put a little all star band together, quote unquote all star. Uh, band together and i think it's like him and they basically cover the songs uh, that's rad that, uh, that were kind of recorded and made famous mm-hmm. in Laurel Canyon. it's a lot of bird songs some Beatles songs crosby stills nash bands songs like that and he did a really good job i think i want to say julianne hatfield is in the band with him and there's some others some really good rami jaffe's in the band who was also in the wallflowers who now is like the stalwart keyboard player for just about everybody but he um more more notably the food fighters if you ever see the food fighters oh cool it's from the wallflowers and he plays mm-hmm. in a lot of the food fighters stuff so anyway really cool little band and uh bummer that they didn't that it's cool that they got their due and they were just white hot for a little while hopefully those guys saved their money or whatever and you know now they're still doing it what's great is maybe you still see him at you know the kibitz room and Cantors or something. <laughs> I, I would assume <laughs> they would have won a Grammy or something, right? I'm sure they did. I don't. I'm, I they probably did in the '90s. I'm sure they did. So at least that, they had that, that album they had was. You want to talk about an album that totally did not fit the era at all, mm-hmm. but it's just an example of what good music will do, and good music will. I think they're a and R guy. If you believe in something <laughs> enough, and uh, the band is good enough, and the songs are good enough, they'll always kind of pierce through. Mm-hmm. And they definitely did. Think about it, like punk, ska, what was going on at that time? Some electronica, Brit pop, all yep. the shit that was going on when the Wallflowers got popular. And they, you know, here they are doing straight ahead American rock and roll, and they pushed through it. So, anyway, there's that. Well, so that's the mini sode. That's how. That's that our mini sode, short that's and simple. Like- with yeah, one tangent long. or two. <laughs> yeah, pretty long. They've been kind of, tangent. They've been kind These of long These used lately. to be like eight minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> gotta, I think, you know what it is? It's now we don't see each other until this, yeah. really, um, right. at all. So at least in, in between episodes, we would see each other at a show or we'd go to right, eat yeah. together or do something. Mm-hmm. So now we have yeah, more to hang. like actually talk about. Yeah, and you know what? Hey, people got time at home now. Who knows? Maybe they're 15 seconds forwarding and this and that but who knows uh, yeah hey hey you know what hey you want something concise go listen to whatever you do don't listen to the rem podcast no <laughs> we, we did that i i got into that rem uh, podcast that adam scott does from yeah uh, community and, uh-huh that shit is like two and a half hours long it's like ridiculous so i started listening to do, have, have you heard about the new season before we go but the new no. season so the new season they were going to do all red hot chili peppers. Oh, I, I'm out. They I'm made it gonna, through. They made it through half an episode before they decided they hated it. Yeah. And then they this changed This idea sucks. <laughs> yeah, basically. And then they changed it all to Talking Heads. Oh, that's cool. So they'll 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 get through four episodes and be over <laughs> that. <laughs> no, no, no. I think they genuinely are interested in Talking Heads. I don't know why they went for Red Hot Chili Peppers, but um Maybe I it's catalog because they got a big catalog. I mean, I probably. Yeah. 
Yeah. But like I tried listening to it and they're both super funny. Like Adam Scott oh, yeah. and Scott Scott uh, Ackerman. Ackerman, yes. Scott yeah. Ackerman. They're hilarious together. I love them. I love together. when they do the commercials. It is uh, a yeah. <laughs> break off into the commercials. But yeah, they're like two and a half hour long podcasts and I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I just well, a good friend of mine that I that um I brought up on the podcast before, Dan Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in a band with him for many years. He li- he loves REM. I'm like, have you listened to this podcast? You'll listen to it. And he hit me up the next day. He goes, dude, this thing is long. Yeah. <laughs> I've listened to this thing for like two and a half hours. Yeah. He goes, it's good though. I like it. But whatever. Yeah. But anyway. All right. Well, we'll keep trying to keep ours less than two and a half hours. And yeah, for sure. We have nothing to promote. Um, and uh, Just enjoy you're, yourself. You're going your, to get your check from us real soon. So. Yes. Just okay. enjoy your quarantine time, and I got nothing. Bye enjoy bye. yourself. It's later than you think. Goodbye. <laughs> if you enjoy listening to the podcast, follow us on Instagram at fa- and Facebook at Mixtape Mixtape Podcast Podcast for show notes, pictures. Ugh. If, if you-, you enjoy listening to <laughs> All right, and take three. If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Mixtape Mixtape Podcast Podcast for show notes, pictures, and behind-the-scenes snaps. And while you're at it, head over to... Don't fuck up. Better leather, leather, better leather, leather, better. (laughs) And while you're at it, head over to our website at MixtapeMixtapePodcast.com for complete playlists as well as links to all the songs on Spotify. Hey, I worked really hard on putting those playlists up. Or did you work really hard on avoiding other responsibilities? Hey, don't worry about that. Just don't forget to tell your friends. One more thing. Or is it, one more thing! (laughs) (laughs) Not that. Okay. One more thing. We know you're busy people, but go ahead and click to review. Give us a five-star rating or comment on whichever podcast platform you found us on. See See ya. ya!